I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're going to be talking about how long does it take to get your ex back? That's a really big question. It is a huge question. And it's quite understandable because when you're going through a breakup, one of the things that you obsess about, probably more than anything, is, is my ex going to come back? Will mm -hmm. they give us another chance? And when are they going to come back? Exactly. And your brain is releasing chemicals that is keeping you obsessed with wondering. And you kind of feel like you're going through a withdrawal, like mm -hmm. a drug addiction, like yeah. a drug withdrawal, that you're just consumed with where are they? What are they doing? Are they coming back? Are they thinking about me? Have they moved on? All overwhelming thoughts, mm -hmm. intrusive thoughts. And for some reason, and I don't understand why, but every minute feels like an eternity. Oh, yeah. That's right? the worst. I remember after the breakup with the Applebee's girl, just sitting on the bed, and probably only a, a couple days had gone by, and it literally felt like I hadn't talked to her in weeks. Yeah. Right? And it was just constantly looking at the phone, wondering about what's going to happen when they're going to come back. So we're going to talk about this today. Right. So we obviously don't have a crystal ball. It hasn't come yet from Amazon, <laughs> but uh, we do have context and we do have clues about your situation that can give you an idea or an estimate, right? So we are going to talk about some of the factors that are involved and we're going to look at three specifically in depth today. Um, just to give you a better idea. So I want you to apply this to your own situation mm -hmm. and see what kind of an insight you can gain and maybe it can help you gauge when you might estimate an ex to come back. Yeah. Obviously, when we're doing a video like this, we're not knowing specifics mm -hmm. of your situation, but we're going to look at those factors so you can kind of gauge and think about those things. Obviously, when we do a coaching call with you, we give you our best guess when you ask us and we're assessing the situation, mm -hmm. if we think that they're gonna come back or when they're gonna come back and figure out a time frame. But, you know, we think it would be helpful for you guys to have this information to think about when that might happen. Right, so the first factor that we're gonna look at is the quality of the relationship. So this is how you treated your partner throughout the relationship mm -hmm. and the quality of your connection. Mm -hmm. And it's also how attached your partner was to you and how committed they were to you. Yeah, that's a big one because, you know, there's a big difference when you were married to somebody or engaged to somebody mm -hmm. versus somebody that you've been dating for two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a part of it. I mean, I know some people are not going to want to hear that. They're like, oh, we were dating for a month. Yeah. I know it, it hurts, but obviously... It's a very different thing when you've been with somebody for many years or maybe you were engaged or married and, you know, so that's a big factor, you know, you got to think about that. 
Um, how did it go towards the end of the relationship mm -hmm. and the breakup, right? Like when it started to fall apart and the connection was, you know, being disrupted or hurt, whatever's going on there, what was causing it, right? Was there any toxic behavior, any abusive behavior? You got to think about those things. Mm -hmm. And how did it end, right? Like, how did, I, I know many people were begging and pleading and, and most of that is normal because it's going to happen in most situations. Yeah. Somebody's going to be trying to convince you. So don't worry about that factor too much. But how did you behave? Like, were you stalking them? Mm -hmm. That's not good. If you're doing that, don't drive to their house or show up at their work. <laughs> right. And we also talk about your behaviors after the relationship in another factor. So make sure you watch to the end of the video to be able to get all this information and apply it to your situation. Mm -hmm. So what can also happen in the quality of the relationship is throughout the relationship, you may have gotten complacent. So yeah. this leads to your partner feeling unhappy for a long time versus if a partner is satisfied in the relationship and some other reason caused the breakup. Mm -hmm. So also think about your partner's contentment and satisfaction with the relationship yeah. as the more content they were obviously in the relationship, then the sooner you can expect them to come back versus if they were unhappy for a while, it might be harder to convince them that you'll actually change and that things can be different. And another thing that I was thinking when you were saying that is like, okay, let's say you're together for two years mm -hmm. and they were happy for a year and a half of it. Right. As opposed to we were together for two years and they were unhappy for a year and a half of it. Exactly. You know, that's going to make a difference in how things play out. Mm -hmm. Another thing to look at is their traits. So this can include their attachment style, mm -hmm. which is huge in impacting their behaviors in relationships and outside of relationships. So if they were more avoidant, mm -hmm. then it's going to take a bit longer for them to even process the breakup because they tend to avoid feelings as a whole yeah. and even much more negative feelings. Yeah. So to be able to process that will take time. Uh, it doesn't mean that they can ignore the grief of the breakup and the loss of you forever because it does come up. That's not something you can bottle up and throw away, um, but it will take longer. So do note that. Yeah, it's just natural for them to take longer to process and think about those things. Mm -hmm. And if your partner is more anxious, then the sooner you can expect them to come back as it will be harder for them to be alone and it will be more difficult for them to be without you. They might have that, you know, clingy nature. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, after the breakup, you can expect to hear from them more likely than not. Yeah, because they can't sit with the uncertainty. They don't want to sit with that anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's so overwhelming for them that they just are like compulsive. I have to reach out. Right. Um, so, yeah, those are two big factors that are going to influence um, the speed in which they come back. Another big thing that you have to consider is the person's maturity and where they are in life. Mm -hmm. Because somebody that's 40 years old is going to hopefully have more wisdom and experience than somebody that's 21 years old and may be struggling to navigate things a little bit more. Exactly. And there's definitely something to be said about developmental stages. So for those of you who are in younger relationships, younger in age, or in long-term relationships where you got together at a young age, many times people will feel like they never got to explore the world, date other people, explore their singleness. Mm 
Uh, and this can vary from person to person. And just like developmentally, first you crawl, then you walk. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like they need to go through that stage and know it's out there. Yeah. So it might take, you know, for them to mature and to go through that stage in order for them to be more prepared to date you. Yeah. Uh, and many people might disagree with me, you know, but people might view their partner as dating other people as they're tainted now. Or, you know, I don't want to see my partner date, my ex-partner date other people mm -hmm. or else I won't have them back. Well, people have decisions that they can make and they have the right to make. So it's your decision if you want to get back with them, if you do have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just wanted to throw that in there because that might be the case for you if your partner said that they do want to explore. Yeah, it's very upsetting to see your partner date somebody else after a breakup, obviously. But you want to be healthy and reasonable about it. You know, some people get so upset and offended if they're intimate with somebody new. And I understand. You know, nobody really likes that or wants to hear about it. Right. But at the end of the day, if you really love somebody, are you really going to let that interfere with trying to repair a relationship with somebody that you love? I mean, most of you, if not all of you, have been with other people before them and they were other with other people before you. So I would really take a look at your own maturity on, you know, if they date other people after the breakup. I mean, it's to be expected, I think, in many situations. And I just believe that if you really love somebody, that you have to work around it. I mean, if your ex is doing something outrageous and you really find it like wild and just, you know, you're not okay with it, that's okay. That's a personal decision for you. But, you know, if they have broken up with you because they didn't think that it was going to work and they really thought that things were over and they tried to move on and then they miss you mm -hmm. and then they think about what you had. I mean, come on, that that's showing a lot, you know, that they see how important you were in their life and they want to do something to fix that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that comes with maturity. That's what I'm talking about with maturity and where they are in life. That, you know, you don't get so hung up on things that I think younger people get hung up on that yeah, more so yeah. than people that have lived life and dated a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, if they're in a rebound relationship, it doesn't mean that they're not going to come back. Yeah, right. they're probably excited about that new rebound and they mm -hmm. think it's going to last forever. But most of the time it doesn't. And the person that was really meaningful for them and that meant a lot, mm -hmm. that's who keeps coming up in, in, in their mind at night. You know, they're sleeping or they're laying their head on the pillow and they're mm -hmm. thinking about you. Exactly. And with that rebound, normally it's that immediate attraction that yeah. they have with that person. And once those chemicals fade away, then the relationship crumbles. So normally that happens within a couple of months. Um, so if your ex is in a rebound relationship and you're wondering, is that going to affect how long uh, it will take? It might delay them a bit. It mm -hmm. might distract them. Um, but eventually those feelings of grief and the loss of the relationship will come up, even if they're with somebody else at the moment. Good point. So the third reason that we're going to talk about today that can influence the time that it takes to get your ex back is your behavior after the breakup. Mm -hmm. So this is crucial. This includes if you're reaching out to them uh, because this reaching out can interrupt their grieving process. Or if you've done a grand gesture, 
For somebody who has a more avoidant attachment style, this could even be seen as an intrusion. So these things are definitely not in your favor as far as timeliness of getting your ex back. Yeah, you really want that person to miss you and to get anxious about losing you, mm -hmm. right? They need to sit with that decision. They made the decision in many of these cases, many of you are watching, were the one that was broken up with. And so they need to sit with that decision and realize that they can lose you, that they have chosen not to have you in their life. But if you are pushing them or keep showing up mm -hmm. or you know, keep trying to change their mind, they're not gonna fear losing you because why would they? I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. Why would you fear losing somebody that won't leave you alone or exactly. doesn't, doesn't appear to have moved on? So, you know, if you're in no contact and you're not reaching out to them, it gives them more time and space to realize what they've done and mm -hmm. that you're not going to chase after them anymore. That's more and more space is going to happen and you want them to think they're never going to hear from you again. Exactly. And you also want to consider if you've angered them or if they feel surveillanced or know that you're stalking them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you did mention in the very beginning also. Mm -hmm. uh, if they get any inclination that you've been doing this, this can really upset them. Which now not only do they have the time to process the breakup, but now add more time to that to, to process the anger and those feelings of aggravation yeah. that you're giving them. So you want to be really careful in these scenarios to not stalk them, to really not uh, make them feel like you're watching them or that you have control over them. Yeah. They really need to feel that independence. I think uh, particularly women get scared when guys do this. Yeah, and with reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so guys, you have to be even more cautious because if you scare her, She's just gonna, you know, be, you know, thinking about calling the police, not repairing the relationship, exactly, you know? Exactly. You also got to be careful about talking to friends and family. Mm -hmm. I have seen so many situations that get worse because you're talking to the friends, you're talking to the family, you think that it's not going to get back to them, but many times it does. Yeah. At some point, and then your ex is just going to get even more upset at you. And they may even reach out to you, but not in a good way. It's going to be lashing out like, leave my so-and-so alone. Yeah. I heard that earlier today. Oh, no. Yep. Why are you got reaching out to them? Why are you bothering them? And then they're going to be angry because now they're seeing that you haven't moved on. Mm -hmm. Right? And that takes away that fear of losing you because you're being intrusive. Exactly. And anger really is part of separation too. So the angrier they are, the more they'll want to separate from you and be away from you. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. And the big point with this whole video is that many of you will think that the more time that passes, the less chance you have with your ex. Mm -hmm. And this is not true. We've seen exes come back even after years, like Craig said in the very beginning. All the time. And, yeah. And I know you guys are thinking, oh God, I hope it's not years. I can't take another week, <laughs> right? But think of this as your time to work on yourself. The more time that passes, the more time you can perfect your skill 
of you know being in relationships, your attachment style, all of these things that we talk about. Mm. You know, this gives you time to really work on yourself yeah. and also process the breakup for yourself. Uh, many times we want to jump back into a relationship without really reflecting back, seeing where we made mistakes and really giving it thought to how we could make that relationship better. So really utilize this time and maximize this time rather than, you know, being so anxious about the time. I know that's easier said than done, yeah. but <laughs> but it's so true. You know, you got to focus on living your best life and being the best version of yourself. And, you know, we talk about that all the time, either the skills and the improvements that you make and the healing that you do with your attachment issues are going to lead you to great relationships with other people, or your ex will come back and you'll improve the chances significantly of repairing that relationship. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we know that each person has to decide for themselves how they're going to move on, when they're going to move on. We can't tell you what to do. It's your life. We don't want to tell you what to do. But we just want you to realize that when you focus on the personal growth, it's going to pay off in your attachments in the future, in your confidence, mm -hmm. in your ability to communicate, in your ability to date people, to choose better partners, and all the amazing things that we teach on the channel. And you'll feel so much better one way or the other. Right. So we know that you're probably frustrated with finding out the exact time that your ex will come back or how long it will take. So hopefully the things that we've discussed in this video can give you some type of an indication uh, as to whether they will come back and when. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully that helps. And as always, check out all of our other content to continue working on yourself and to make sure that when they do come back that you will be a better partner than before. Yeah. It's so important that you focus on what you're doing in this time and not when they're coming back or what they're doing in this mm -hmm. time. Because the factor that you can control the most is what you're doing and how you're going to show up in all your future relationships, be it your ex or anybody else. So I know it could be frustrating to wonder constantly and just feeling intrusive thoughts about when are they going to come back, if they're going to come back. And of course, we'll talk to you about that when you do coachings with us. But consider the factors that we gave. Obviously, there are many more, but we touched on three good ones, mm -hmm. I think, in this video. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully you found this helpful. Of course, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Coach Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. And Coach Victoria will continue to train with us. I'll be here. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.